This is the Purposeful Career Podcast with Carla Hudson, episode number 20. I'm Carla Hudson, brand strategist, entrepreneur, and life coach. Whether you're on the corporate or entrepreneur track, or maybe both, decades of experience has taught me that creating success happens from the inside out. It's about having the clarity, self-confidence, and unstoppable belief to go after and get everything you want. If you'll come with me, I'll show you how. Well, hello, friends. I hope you guys had an amazing week. Today, I want to talk about something most of us don't like to talk about, and that is bad experiences. (laughs) Now, you might be wondering why we'd ever want to spend time talking about bad experiences. The truth is, most of us will go to any length to avoid focusing on them. And even more than that, we'll engage in all kinds of numbing behaviors like overeating and overdrinking and overspending and over-whatevering just to avoid having to think about the bad experience. So you might think, well, why should I listen to a podcast that's focused on that? So stay with me just for a few minutes because I think you'll understand why it's so important. I want to serve up a different perspective on what it means to have a bad experience and what you can do with it or how it could actually serve you. Because if you're going to have any sort of career, whether it's as a corporate employee or as a business owner, you are going to experience things that you will categorize as bad, potentially a lot of them. I'm not saying that to be depressing, but it is true. And so that's why this episode is so important because you need to develop a different perspective on what it means when disappointing or bad things happen. Things we categorize as bad. There are so many challenging experiences that our corporate career could serve up. Things like getting passed over for promotion, dealing with a toxic culture, backstabbing coworkers, bad or challenging bosses, failing our own failure to deliver on a key project the way we'd hoped to, being laid off or fired. That's just a few of them. There's lots more where that came from. Or if you're a business owner, it might be the loss of key customers, declining revenue, problem employees, And for all of us around the world this past year, COVID. Need I say more? The truth is, bad things happen. They happen to good people, no matter how hard you work, no matter what you do. The bad things are going to happen sometimes, and we're left to deal with those things. But the problem is, most of us don't deal with the thing. We run from it. We self-soothe and numb ourselves from it. And that's why today I want to offer you an approach that's a specific technique that's going to help you flip the script on the bad experience. It is going to rock your world, I promise. So let's dive in. 
So let's start with what a bad experience is or how do we define it? It is anything that is not what we hoped for. So there's a spectrum of things ranging from mildly unpleasant to what we categorize as catastrophic. While of course the experience is disappointing if it's not what we wanted, at its worst, the thing can make us feel like our life is spiraling out of control. And so many things in our career and life actually are out of our control, no matter how hard we work, no matter what we do, no matter how many times we change jobs, we cannot outrun bad things. And again, I'm defining bad as something that happened that is not what we hoped for. I mean, think about it for a minute. We know rationally that we cannot change a toxic work culture. It's not in our control. We can't make a bad or untrustworthy boss a good one. We can't prevent being put on the list for a layoff, no matter how hard we work, no matter what value we deliver. There are times when even the highest performers are cut. So the inability to control something like that can, if we look at it through one lens, make us feel like a victim. And being a victim does not feel good. After all, if you look at the definition of a victim, that is a person who is cheated or fooled by someone else, someone that's harmed by an unpleasant event. It goes without saying that none of us want to feel cheated, fooled, or harmed. And that's what being a victim is defined as. When we feel that way, when we feel victimized, it doesn't bring out the best in ourselves because emotionally we're feeling like we were cheated, harmed, done wrong. So we may not handle ourselves in the best or most productive way. We might yell or scream or lash out or cry We might plot to do harm to others by gossiping, spreading untruths, blaming, to get back at the person we think actually is responsible for the bad thing. Or some of us will do the opposite. We'll retreat into ourselves. We'll close ourselves off. We'll wall ourselves away from people that we love. We'll try to soothe our pain through indulgent false pleasures that make us feel better in the moment but actually cause us even greater harm. Most of us do this because we believe that by focusing on the bad thing that happened, we're going to feel even worse. We think by running away from it, by blaming other people, by not dealing with it, we're going to soothe ourselves, avoid the pain, and not have to deal with the downside of it. But again, I want to talk about this today because I want to show you there is a different perspective. And that perspective is that when something bad happens, we need to do the opposite of running away from it. We need to turn around, look directly at that bad thing and ask ourselves how that bad thing can actually be a good thing. Or more specifically, we need to look for ways to turn that bad experience into a gift 
or the best thing that ever happened to us. Right now, you're probably thinking of something bad that happened and your mind is probably telling you this is BS. It's not possible. That there's no way, whatever that thing is that you're either going through right now or that happened to you in the past could be a gift. But it can. So for this, I want to share with you something called the three gifts technique. I use this in my coaching practice, and it's taught by a gentleman named Shirzad Shamin. I think I'm I'm saying his name right. He is a professor at Stanford, and he came up with a an approach called positive intelligence. He's got a book on Amazon if you're interested in it. It's fascinating and I highly recommend it. His approach is kind of a mashup of cognitive psychology, neuroscience, and positive psychology. These are three sort of disciplines within the psychology field. And he's kind of combined them all together to come up with something that's quite powerful. And the three gifts technique is a small piece of what he teaches with within positive intelligence. So let's go ahead and dive in. The three gifts technique is based on the premise that every circumstance in our lives can be turned into an opportunity that serves us. So to use the technique, you have to engage with the bad thing that happened, basically, so you can mine it for lessons that will help you grow and provide transformation in your life. For the purposes of sharing this technique, you really have to set aside the belief that you're a victim or that the thing that happened is all bad or all terrible or all horrible. Instead, you need to learn to view the thing that happened with curiosity, with gratitude, and without judgment. That's the beauty of this three gifts technique. As I share it, let's go ahead and work with a very specific example so that we can really bring the three gifts to life. But it'll work with anything. It'll work in your personal life. It'll work in with anything that happens to you in your career. So let's just say for the purposes of this podcast, as we kind of walk through this technique, let's just say that you were just laid off. It was unexpected and in your mind, totally undeserved. You've previously received stellar performance reviews. You get along well with your colleagues. You've been very dedicated in early, out late, no balance like the rest of us in corporate America. And maybe though you have a new boss and you just haven't gelled. You kept thinking it would get better, that you'd eventually build a relationship or that they'd eventually see your value, but now you're out of a job. For most people, the natural inclination here would be to blame the boss, to play the victim, to be angry, to finger point, to find sympathizing friends to commiserate with, to indulge in sweets or alcohol or Netflix or anything to make you feel better. And instead, I really want to introduce you to the first way to turn this situation into a gift. And that is something called the gift of knowledge. This is about what the thing that happened can teach you. And there is always something, anything that happens to us can teach us. 
We just have to have the discipline to look at it and really ask ourselves questions that allow us to unlock the lesson. When you look at the layoff through the lens of curiosity, you'd ask yourself a set of questions like, what could I have done differently? And when your mind tries to serve up something like nothing, I didn't do anything wrong, push that aside and keep asking yourself through the lens of curiosity, without judgment, without blame, what could I have done differently? What could I do in the future to prepare me or to prevent something like this from happening again? The third question is, what did the people or the company or the boss have to teach me about what I want and what I don't want? And another question is, was I really into the job? Did I give it everything I had or was I just going through the motions? There's lots more questions like that, but you can see this is about really asking yourself, kind of taking a look at the issue or the bad thing that happened and kind of metaphorically holding it in the palm of your hand and studying it without anger, without judgment, just through the lens of curiosity, trying to learn what can this teach me that could help me be better, do better, conquer things more, prevail in the future. The answers to these questions are going to potentially change your life. They are certainly going to deliver to you knowledge and insights that are far more valuable to your future than whatever the short-term cost of the layoff is to you right now. So number one is the gift of knowledge. The second gift is the gift of power. You could also think of this as the gift of strength. Because here, when you look at the layoff through the lens of gratitude, you'd ask yourself how dealing with the aftermath of this experience is actually cultivating new skills, strengths, abilities inside yourself. It's kind of the superhero thing. It is through the downside, you're going to have an enormous upside. Every time we go through something difficult, if we're truly taking the time to learn the lessons that that adversity is here to teach us, it sharpens our skills. It builds depth in our character. It helps us uncover strengths we didn't even know we had. By looking at the thing that happened with gratitude, we're basically mining for gold within ourselves and our own skills and strengths and abilities. We look at the experience and we ask ourselves what we have to be grateful for about that thing happening because we know that because we experienced it, it's going to help us grow, evolve, and become even stronger than we were before. For example, maybe the layoff was here to teach you to be more humble. You're still a high achiever. You're going to be that at your next job too, but maybe you're no longer pretending to be perfect. Maybe if you're honest with yourself, you got a little lazy. You stopped learning. You stopped 
pushing yourself. You stopped really performing at the top end of your capabilities. Maybe you were coasting. You're only going to know that and admit that when you really examine it through the lens of gratitude and get honest with yourself. Maybe it was here to teach you to be more empathetic. Maybe you're kind of judgmental to other people or sort of kind of a hard ass, excuse my language. And maybe, you know, by going through this difficulty, maybe now you have more compassion or more sympathy to the troubles or challenges of others, especially important if you lead people. You need to have compassion for the things that people experience in their lives. And I think, you know, at times all of us are guilty of not being as compassionate as we could be. So by going through this deep worry and concern and fear of your own, you could come out the other side a much more empathetic leader. Maybe it's here to show you that it's time to evolve. Maybe you're coasting. Maybe you don't even really want to stay on the path you're on. Maybe it's not even a tangible career choice you even made. It's just the first job you had out of college, or it's the best job you could find at the time, and you made the most of it, but you don't really want to be there, potentially. Maybe it's time to start your own business. Maybe it's time to change career paths altogether. Maybe it's time to add new skills to your arsenal. This second one, this gift of power or strength, it's like going to the gym. By seeing the thing through the lens of gratitude, you get to understand the light side of the bad experience to really appreciate what it came here to teach you and how you can use those lessons to grow softer skills or get clearer or become stronger in whatever way to make you better down the road. So that's number two. And then the third gift is the gift of inspiration. And this is where you take all the things you learned in one and two. So the lessons from number one, the knowledge, and the strengths of number two, or the gratitude of how you're going to grow. And you use both of those things to turn all of the learning and insight so that that bad experience becomes something that transforms. This is where you move from asking yourself, why did this happen to me? I didn't deserve this. To instead asking yourself, how can I turn this experience into a gift? How could this be the best thing that has ever happened to me? How can I use this to serve others? How can I use this to become a better leader or a better business owner or a better partner at work? How could this be a catalyst for living a better life? How could this inspire me to fill in the blank, whatever your thing is, stop a bad habit, make different decisions, start over? Only you can really mine for that level of gold in your own life. But I can promise you that when you look at your bad situation or your bad experience in this way through the eyes of curiosity and gratitude and ask yourself these questions, you are going to come out the other side different 
and your life will be different. Questions like this build. This is how this is how bad things turn into the best things that ever happen to us. And it's honestly as easy and as challenging as choosing to look at the thing that happened through a different lens, to really say no to playing the victim or to blaming, and instead to look with curiosity and gratitude and to not be afraid to turn around metaphorically and face that thing. In today's society, we spend all of our time running from it. We change jobs, we self-soothe through false pleasures, all of it. And you're not going to learn the lessons until you actually turn around and look at it. That's when your life will start to change, when you become an even better version of the person you already are. And listen, right now, I'm if you're in the middle of something really scary and really challenging, especially something like losing your job, which brings up scary things about money and self-worth and value. I know how hard hearing this can be. I've been through things like that in my own life, and I know how they shake you to your core. And it can even, a message like this can even really piss you off if it hits you at the wrong time. And I get it. But before you turn this off, I want to say that It's not just about looking for the lessons down the road. Yes, I think no matter where we are in our life, it's always helpful to turn back, if only to look at the challenges and say, what did I learn from that? Because there might be lessons that you can mine now from something that happened five years ago, 10 years ago. I am not a believer in looking back with regret or looking back with blame or anger, I am always saying, look back to learn. But there's something about being right in the middle of the heat of it, right in the middle of the darkest moment of that bad experience. There is value in this approach. I have been there, like I said, and I'm not making light of the dark side of the challenges that we all experience. I've been there myself, like I said. And so this episode is not intended to say that there isn't very real, tangible, and potentially negative impacts on our life when something happens that we weren't hoping for or planning on. There is, and I get it. And I know that you have to deal with those things and process through all the scary emotions that they bring up. But what I really want you to see is that too often, when you're right in the middle of it, when it's at its scariest, we don't take the moment to really look at it through a different lens. And there's value in that. When your life feels the scariest, the loneliest, the most victimized, that's when the real value of these three gifts approach can help you. Again, looking back on experiences always has value. But when you're in the middle of it, the impact of this approach can be profound. And why is that? Because it forces you to shift in that dark moment from relying only on your primitive brain. Remember, your primitive brain is the part of your brain that's at the back near your spine 
your brainstem. And it's the part of our brain that's evolved over the millennia and the part that's all about kind of response to things. It's not about being proactive or whatever. It's about fight or flight, staying in the cave, false pleasures, numbing behaviors, all of that. But if you instead use a technique like the three gifts, when you're right in the middle of it, and you start leaning into curiosity and gratitude, you force your brain to rely on a different part, the prefrontal cortex. This is unique to modern man. This is not the evolved brain. That's the part in the front of our brain that helps channel positive and productive emotions and behaviors like peace, calm, clear-headedness, creativity, and planning. And I think we can all agree, if we're in the middle of something as traumatic as losing our job, when we weren't expecting it, we need peace, we need calm, we need clear-headedness, we need to be looking at our future from a planful and creative approach. So this technique can change everything for you. And it's all based on one simple premise. Every situation, even the ones that we really did not want or that were not what we were hoping for, can be turned into a gift or an opportunity. And that is a perspective that will not only turn that bad thing into the best thing, it will change your life. Until next time, make it a great week, my friends. Do you have a life coach? If not, I'd be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual coaching program and monthly membership called Next Level. Inside, we take the material you hear on this podcast, study it, and then apply it. Join me at thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Don't forget the, thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Join me and together we'll make your career and life everything you dream of. We'll see you there.